0: all right gm gm everybody welcome back to the ppc mastery podcast this one is a little bit different if you're watching on youtube we're not together in the office today but luckily for us there's a lot of tech out there that can help us record this online so in today's episode we are going to talk about a question that we got from thomas excel so thomas thanks for your question we have a, a podcast page on our website now ppcmasterycom podcast where you can find a link where you can ask questions. So if you have a question for us, some podcasts, we will try to answer some of them. And today we're going to be talking about a question from Thomas Excel. And he asked, how do you cope with the typical campaign performance stress? What impact has, in your opinion, a sane mental health state for the campaign performance? So in other words, what do we do to maintain good mental health? How do we cope and deal with stress in PPC? because I, th- I do think that ppc is a challenging and stressful landscape wouldn't you say so to yeah, work in
1: it, it could be stressful so if you're sensitive to these kinds of stress levels then i think ppc can be a stressful job yeah especially if you're running high budgets and have a lot of stakeholders that you're responsible for
0: yeah absolutely so yeah let's just let's just dissect that
1: yeah, so uh, let me ask you the first question, Miles. So let's begin with how your freelancing days look look like. So you have done full-time freelancing in the past. Right now, your week is somewhat split between freelancing for clients and working for PPC Mastery, of course, yeah. to build kick uh, knowledge products. But how did your freelance full-time freelance week look like a couple of months ago? So can you tell me a little bit more about that? And yeah, absolutely. What, what kind of day-to-day tasks and responsibilities that you have as a yeah. Google S specialist?
0: Yeah. So yeah, as you said, now my week is a little bit different because I, for the majority of my week, let's say eighty percent or so, I'm focused on PPC mastery, and then twenty percent for working for for freelance clients. But when I was still working full time at agency and also full time freelancing, my entire day was structured around working for for my clients. So. I usually split my days up in my morning sessions, my morning, morning, deep work session. And in this morning session, I found out for myself that in the morning, I have really good focus. I have high energy. And if I can work undistracted on a few tasks, then I can get a lot done in the first few hours of my day. But when I was working at an agency, I had calls in the morning and other people were sort of dictating my my work week and that's not only because i worked at an agency that's not necessarily their fault but it was also because i was starting out and i just wasn't proactive with my with my week so what then happened was maybe to jump jump ahead a little bit in the morning i was working for a really big client and on monday morning we had to deliver a report for the last week so that was like I think around 10 in the morning, we had to deliver this uh, this report. Yeah, all together with what? A,
1: what an amazing amazing thing to start off the week. With. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> That's what I would recommend now not to do. Like do a <laughs> report that needs to be done on Monday morning. That's crazy because then we were all set up for for stress already instantly because always something goes wrong or you need a little bit of extra time or maybe you woke up and and you just didn't feel like it today and you need a few hours to get going. I mean, it's after Mm -hmm. the weekend after all. So that really taught me like, okay, if I'm working for myself, then I want to have a bit more structure and control in my day in how I work. So now in the mornings, I I tend to do a lot of deep work on bigger tasks and analysis and things that I need to use my brain for. And then i have the afternoons in which i do more like calls and easy tasks and smaller optimizations those kinds of things and then they use the mornings to really focus on the bigger tasks that i have for my clients so whatever that is it depends per, per client but let's say we need to restructure an entire account that usually takes a lot of focus and, and and deep work because you need to be thinking about okay how do we structure the campaigns the ad groups the the, the keywords etc And this is then something that I would typically do in the morning, whereas in the afternoon, I will just maybe like go through the search term reports, those kinds of like smaller optimizations. And then in between, I have break where I go to the gym and I have lunch. So usually my break is around two hours. I know everybody that is working, not as a freelancer, but working in-house or an agency or something. I know that this is sometimes maybe a little bit tricky and, and harder to do, but... If you can work remotely on the days that you work from home, maybe it's a bit easier to do these kinds of things. But I noticed that for me, working out in between my work shifts, so to speak, has really helped me yeah, maintain my focus throughout the day. Because I, I noticed that after the morning session, that my brain is fried because I've done so much of the deep work, which uses a lot of my, my, my brain capacity. Then I go to the gym and I'm sort of re- recharged instantly. And then I have energy again to, 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 to go back at it in the, in the afternoon. How,
1: how did you find out about your optimal daily routine? Because this is something that is completely different for every single person. Some people like to do deep work in the afternoon or even in yeah. the evenings. So how did you find out what your ideal
0: day looks like? yeah that's that was a lot of trial and error just trying 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 i i used a lot of productivity sort of tools and frameworks and plannings and nothing really stuck in the end and now I, now i know that okay after trying so many different things i just noticed that okay in the morning i'm mostly productive and i'm not a morning person at all so it's kind of weird for me but i do notice that my brain is still at max capacity in the morning because I haven't checked my phone yet, I haven't seen social media, I haven't been, in, yeah, I haven't seen anything from anybody else yet. So that that helps. But naturally, I, I am a, a, a night owl, an evening evening <laughs> evening person. So
1: and that's when you that's when you do no work at all, right? Because no, during, no, no. during the evenings you are chilling with your girlfriend yeah. and maybe play some games. Exactly, uh, family time, right? Yeah
0: yeah because if I work in the evenings, sometimes I do if we have like a deadline coming up or something that I want to get get finished mm-hmm. but generally i don 't do it because then i don 't sleep well, and this is mm-hmm. something that I want to share something about as well uh, as we go through the through this podcast. but I think living a healthy lifestyle is really important if you work in p p c because then naturally you are much more able to deal with the stress that comes your way. So if you heat, yeah. eat healthy, sleep sleep well. And I know that if I work until late at night, then my head is just spinning of all the input and all the ideas. And then it's really hard for me to, to fall asleep. And then if, I sleep, if my sleep is not good, then the next morning I cannot wake up because it's already hard for me to wake up not being a morning person. And then it's just a downward spiral. Yeah. So that, that brings me to the
1: second question, because we all have emotional issues, I think,
0: <laughs> to <Yeah>. some degree.
1: <laughs> of course. And well, it, it can be quite challenging for us as Google ads specialists to handle all of the pressure of man- managing the Google ads campaigns, especially when you have clients or stakeholders with a lot of high expectations. So how do you handle the emotional ups and downs that come with? campaigns performing above or below expectations can you share a little bit more about that that you did
0: already but yeah yeah absolutely yeah. yeah i think i think this this comes with experience like you need to go through it in order to build up systems to be able to deal with it i think if you're if you're if you have someone that is starting out in in ppc or, or in in the work field in general you need to go through it and you need to experience those stressors and you need to know okay this works for me this doesn't work for me i don't like for me personally i know that i don't like too many calls in my week Uh, Mm -hmm. but when i was not freelancing yet then i had no no saying that at all so then i knew okay this is something that i want to change as i as i move towards freelancing and it's just it's coming from experience. Also, the example that I gave gave with the with the report on Monday morning. Now I know that if a client asks me for that, then I will I will push it back and I say, no, is it also okay if we deliver on Monday afternoon or or Tuesday or whatever it is? But I wasn't able to do that when I was working or when I was just starting out because I didn't build up that strength yet in myself to say no to to dare to say no and Mm -hmm. yeah i I just think it comes with experience that's one side i think then on the other hand as i said like live a healthy lifestyle outside of work because then you are much more effective at dealing with the stressors so as i said eat well sleep well train well all of this helps in in not taking everything too seriously
1: yeah and and a lot comes with experience as well right because i still know the moments when I started to become responsible for a lot of big monthly budgets mm. that slipped, that went through my fingers basically. Yeah. So the first couple of months when I when I hit my first big client, I was really, really, really anxious because it was new to me being mm-hmm. responsible for 100 of thousands of euros per month in terms of spent. Yeah. And I felt so responsible for allocating and spending those budgets. Yeah. And right now, it feels like um, the same as an account that is doing one thousand euros per month in terms of spent, because basically, in essence, it doesn't really matter, because it's still data. Of course, it's still a lot of spent that you have to that you have to take care of and you're, mm-hmm. that you're responsible for. But during the years and during well, the years of experience, you start to you start to become less anxious be around those kinds of things. Is that something that you experienced as well? That yeah, you cannot really train for, but it just comes by doing exactly by, by doing performing the, the work
0: yeah and i think you can always follow like mental frameworks in order to reduce stress and all those things like you mm-hmm. can meditate and there's a lot of things that you can do to mitigate the stress levels but i agree with you it a lot of it comes from experience and 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 you just need to go through it in order to build it up it's just like when you go to the gym when you go on day one you can probably you, you recently you told me you, you went back into the gym and you couldn't move your arm like, at all right <laughs> no 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 <laughs> and now no, no, a few no. weeks later it's easier for you to do those reps and then your body builds up the strength to be able to deal with the stress from the gym yeah <laughs> and yeah, it's kind it of like the same sore. with work I, I felt yeah.
1: like like one big bruise. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, I was like, "What's what's happening?" <laughs> and then I came back the second time to the gym, and I saw this guy hanging out next to me, lifting the forty kilogram dumbbells. I was like, "I cannot oh, yeah. even, I cannot even move them from the nope. from the from the <laughs> you know from the racks, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, from the racks." Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. The same applies to to Google Ads. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so you have to repeat. Do it over and over again until it becomes normal and just a way of life in essence. Yeah. So, when doing the work, miles because you've been freelancing for quite quite a while right now, I think that you have endured high levels of stress Mm -hmm. during the same amount of time. Did you ever felt like you were burning out or well almost burning out? And what were the signs? Or moments when you realize, realized you were approaching a burnout or feeling overly stressed, can you tell yeah. me a little bit more about that yeah, for
0: sure and i'm curious to hear your perspective as well but um mm-hmm. yeah i don 't th- know if I have reached the limit of almost burning out, but i i have it i 've seen it happen around me a lot, and that 's why mm-hmm. I was always conscious of that i don 't want to get a burnout because if you really get a burnout like there's different levels to it you know there's like at first you feel a little bit of stress and then as it builds up it builds up then you get overworked and then the end stage is sort of the burnout where you just can't handle anything anymore and i've seen that my in my family my friends coworkers. and if you get a really like tough burnout then you can be out of it for a year plus if it's really mm-hmm. bad and i actually looked up the the definition for for burnout it's from MD health or something like that Burnout is a special type of work-related stress, a state of physical or emotional exhaustion that also involves a sense of reduced accomplishment and loss of personal identity. Whatever the cause, burnout can affect your physical and mental health. And I've seen cases of people where it, it was just too much, they couldn't get out of bed. And you, you try to give them advice, like, I just go on a walk, go to the gym, but nothing nothing works. And, and I always wanted to prevent that as much as much as possible. But I definitely have had moments where I've I've felt the stress building up and it was usually when you reach like a state of when you're moving towards burnout it's, pro- it's usually when there's too many things going on all at once at the same time. So work stress and then stress at home, maybe your relationship, you have some issues, or maybe something's going on in the family. Like those things they build up on each other. Actually, my old manager at my agency, agency, agency job, he he switched jobs, he moved, and then he got a kid all in like three months or so. Yeah, and then burnt out, and hadn't seen him in in a, in a long time by then. So that's something that I always want to want to prevent. What about you? So so oh, yeah. how
1: how did you how did you prevent burning out?
0: Yeah. So I I, I usually I. I'm really good at observing other people and then backtracking, okay, what, what went wrong or what went well for mm-hmm. these for these people and what can I learn and implement from that. And I just noticed that there's a lot of different reasons for burnout. I also looked that up, like reclaim.ai also has a definition and there's some of my own experience in here as well, I will mention a few, like for example, long work days poor poor management like having a bad manager people say all uh, oh, there's a saying that goes people don't quit jobs they quit their manager where you have just poor management not thinking with you not caring about your development and uh, not getting paid enough lack of work-life balance having too many meetings that is definitely a big one for me and uh, mm-hmm. not taking enough time off i see that in the us a lot like it's crazy they have like 10 vacation days per year or so and then it's sometimes you, yeah it's, it's crazy yeah. and 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 sick days you have to pay and pff, it's crazy crazy stuff you have too many, You might have too many things to respond to poor working conditions overwhelmed by pressure to perform so a lot of these things i can i can relate to to these and then i just see okay if i already know that i get stressed on having too many meetings in, in my week mm-hmm. or after consecutively on a day then i will just try and okay how can i reduce the amount of of meetings Now, can re- i reduce the things that cause me stress and then on the flip side also do a lot of things that actually bring me joy and this is i think when it comes to burnout people often talk about okay you should do less of this or 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 take away this stressor but if you do something that you one hundred percent enjoy doing like we do with PPC Mastery now, then you just want to go for it like one hundred and ten percent every single day, and that can also burn you out because you might be running sprinting too long for too for too fa- too fast for too long, but generally speaking, if you do something that you really enjoy then it 's harder to get burnt out and that 's what I noticed now in my business, especially when I went freelancing. I instantly felt a lot of the stress like falling away already. And then now, with ppc master it 's even on, a, on another level, it sparks joy <laughs> yeah for sure man. absolutely <laughs> and what about you? Have you had those moments where you were getting close to to maybe burning out yeah yeah
1: i, I haven't luckily i haven 't burned out yeah. once, and I tried to keep <laughs> keep that like, like like that, but it definitely felt like I was burning out a couple of a couple of moments in the past few years, so basically when I feel like I'm burning out. My body is giving me signs, yeah. so I really, really, really start start to have problems with my with my shoulders and with my neck. They all get stuck. Yeah. So when I wake up and when I go for a walk during the days, then when my neck is starting to hurt and becomes really, really, really stiff, then I know hey thom- something is going on because all of the stress that builds up in my in my body basically consolidates around my shoulders and my neck. So that's the first sign that I have too much stress going on. Mm. And then I obviously try to look for the source. So where where does it come from? And a lot of times it it is work related. So Mm. what I've done in the past is to keep a lot of, keep three main pillars in balance. That's the way how I look look at things. So I have my work pillar, I have my family and friends pillar, and I have my health pillar. And basically you cannot have it all. I personally find it even difficult to to keep two of these three pillars in balance at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now I finally found the balance to work on all of all of the three combined. And also, but a few years back, oh yeah, a ahead, few years back ahead. I I really really went went all in on work and yeah. I really had to drop off the two pillars, family, friends and health related stuff. Mm-hmm. So I didn't work out. I didn't I didn't really move during the day. I didn't spend enough time at family and friends I was always always working always busy and that was <laughs> essentially how I how I didn't burn out because if I were to add up mm. friends and family and the health factor and I uh, wanted to combine that with work I was definitely definitely going to burn out because I was so focused on work I was so focused on well performing yeah. making money making my clients happy that I really didn't have time to work
0: on the other things. Yeah, and now, now I know you, uh, in the last month or so, uh, I've noticed mm-hmm. a big shift for you. You also mm-hmm. investing more in your health. Where did that yeah. come from now? Because you, as you time. mentioned, you cannot have all of them, time, yep. yeah?
1: Time, yeah, so I locked, I locked myself up during the full-time freelance period where I essentially worked <laughs> 50, 60 hours a week, maybe even uh, more. Yeah. So I didn't really had the time to to spend my time on other pillars or categories, so to say. But since we are, since we shifted our focus towards PPC mastery, we are both able, or we're both able to 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 say goodbye to a couple of freelance clients, right? So right now I have drastically decreased the amount of freelance work that I currently do. I only work for the the biggest clients that give me a lot of freedom and really want to keep me keep me on board where I can do whatever I want to to bring the accounts to a higher level. So it's really fun to work on those accounts. Mm-hmm. And basically by, by saying goodbye to a lot of clients, I freed up a lot of free time to spend on PPC Mastery. And we're still working hard. We're still delivering products, but it is a different way of working. So we are really... Our own stakeholders, so to say. So we are responsible for the the own products that we are currently delivering, and the quality and the speed that we want to to, to create the products for. And you're not you're not longer you you do not longer have like stakeholders that are expecting a lot of things from yeah. you, expecting you to be there every single Wednesday for a video call, mm-hmm. or expecting you to have a fully worked out optimization roadmap and that yeah. times 15 or times 20, the amount of clients you have. So that basically enables me to free up a lot of time to spend on the other two pillars as well, health, family, and friends. Mm-hmm. So right now, yeah, I'm really, really starting to work on myself again. And I haven't been doing that for five plus years yeah. because I was so
0: deep in work. Do you notice yeah. any Yeah, differences now that you also invest in those other pillars?
1: Yes, I experience way, way, way more rest. So if you do what you like most, if you keep your work week in check, the amount of hours you have to work in check, you'll really start to experience a lot of, well, relief and a lot of Mm. rest, so to say. I do not feel stressed at all unless we have a big deadline coming up and we have to push ourselves in order to finalize the last couple of details inside of the products but during the work week i feel like the calmest i've ever been yes. and i have time to 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 think about work related stuff think about family related stuff spend my time towards invest my time more heavily in Friends, relationships that I really, really enjoy spending time for. I have to, I have the time to go to the gym every single day now yeah. that I haven't been doing for five years yeah. at all. So yeah, I feel like I feel like a
0: new person yeah, already. Already, my- already yeah. I
1: think it will become even better in the yeah. near, near future.
0: And I would even say that investing in your health is probably the most important thing out of those three pillars because yeah. everything falls falls or uh, stands and falls with with your health, with the level of your health. So I notice it for myself if I I go to the gym now every day as well and sometimes I mix it up go on, or go for a run if I'm really sore or I need some rest and I may, might take a rest day of course but generally speaking now if I don't go for 3 days in a row or so my my focus is instantly down my energy is down my my my, my yeah excitement to get to work is down so eating healthy working out sleeping well those are the the key ingredients to at least Like have the energy to do what you need to be doing. And there's a Mm -hmm. quote, I I got it from Brandon Bashar. He said, your your body is like a a power plant and in in terms of energy. So a power plant doesn't have energy, it generates energy. So if you have something that generates electricity, it builds up the power because it is actually generating. It's not like the energy is stored inside. It's because it's moving, it's getting the energy. And it's the same with your body. Like the more that you move it, the more you train it to be active, the more energy that you have at the end of the day. And now some people might think this is crazy, but I wake up today. I woke up at 6.15, went for a little walk, and then boom, 6.45, I was already working. And deep work, focused work. Now we are recording these these podcasts. After this, I will go to the gym, and then I have my, my afternoon block of work. And then around 5 or so, it's done. And I had a really productive day where I was feeling the energy. I was feeling productive. I was feeling proactive because I'm doing the things that I want to be doing. And then at the end of the day, it's, it's really hard to feel stressed because you've already you the day. Like, done yeah. so much. Yeah, you won the day, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important if you talk about stressing PPC. Like, Of course, we have the clients that we're dealing with. And you, 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 I wrote it just down, keyword. You said, yeah, some clients, they expect a report. They expect a big roadmap, blah, blah, blah. But it's also how you manage those expectations. And sometimes mm-hmm. a client says, Yeah, we need it tomorrow. And then you just ask them, Okay, but, but why? Or is it also okay if we do it next week or, or in two days, three days? And often they will just say, Yeah, okay, it's fine. Like they, they will just demand things of you and then you push it back a little bit and then it's okay. Or, or the worst, the worst that can happen is they say, Yeah, we need this report tomorrow. And then you send it and then crickets, you don't hear anything. And yeah. then one week later, you ask them, and they haven't even checked it yet. So always oh, like push terrible. back on those. And you moved yeah. your meetings for for the day, and yeah. you
1: you didn't hang out with your with your family or exactly. girlfriend that evening. And you're <laughs> you stressed. Like shit. Yeah, yeah, you're stressed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's terrible. So we will yeah. do a separate episode about how to prioritize work and how to communicate communicate this with with clients. Mm. So that could be interesting to zoom in on that particular part as well because it's all about prioritization and communicating this with your stakeholders yeah and yeah i have to i had to learn this the hard way myself (laughs) yeah that's just the experience yeah that's the experience you need so miles as a freelancer or in-house specialist how do you set boundaries boundaries with clients or colleagues to ensure that you have the personal time and space that you need to win the day, to spend time with your girlfriend, to spend time with your family, to think about yourself. So, yeah. can you give me a little bit more information about how you set boundaries yourself? Yeah,
0: for sure. So, uh, the the first boundary that I actually set for myself is that I don't want to work with people that I don't enjoy working with, and that's a luxury that we can afford ourselves with freelancing, especially in this market. Still, the market is still good for freelancers. Um, mm-hmm. I decide if I if if I meet someone for the first time and they request an audit or they want to work with me then the first thing that i will check is just the energy from this person like do they, do they have positive vibes that's kind of already the first boundary that i set. because if i don't focus on that then and i just say okay no, it, it pays it pays well generates a lot of, of revenue for me but i then know that like, in the end maybe it's going to be way too stressful it's just not not going to be good so that's the first check that I do already like okay if if I'm feeling that the energy is off is bad vibes then I'm I'm not going to do it because now I think I've that's
1: f- the most important one of all of the ones that you're going to mention I think yeah. that's definitely definitely the most important one yes. because I have had clients that brought in a lot of cash a lot of monthly revenue mm-hmm. a couple of 1000 euros a month uh, but some of them were horrible to work with yeah. they didn't give you a sense of trust you had to explain everything within really, really, really depth or really detailed yep. before they were going to trust you with the proposals you're basically you were doing. So if you do not vibe with your stakeholders, could be a client, could be a manager, I think you're in for a bad, bad time. Yeah, um, for sure. It can bring in loads of money, but if you have to work for toxic people, so to say, yeah. or people that you, know, you do not vibe
0: with, I yeah. think that's a red flag, you have to stay away. <laughs> For sure, and you can gauge that by checking. Okay, are our values aligned personally, mm-hmm. but also in work. But also how they treat their coworkers. So if you are on a call with the business owner or with the manager, and they just treat their their staff like shit, I've seen that. The, and and mm-hmm. now that I say that, it's like nah, who nobody does that first time you meet mm-hmm. someone. But you will actually notice by the way that they will treat other people. That's ultimately how they're going to treat you as well. So be uh, be careful with that quote from, from Alex or Mosey,
1: look at the way how people treat service workers in order to see uh, what yeah. kind of people they are. Yeah. So if they're shitty towards wa- waiters or cleaners, uh, well, yeah. cleaners whatever, yeah. then you can instantly tell what kind of person it is.
0: Yep. Yeah, it true, Alex man. Mosey, everybody, be. Yeah, because yeah, everybody deserves the respect. No matter what you do, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> then the next one is yeah, saying no often, not only to business, but also when you're working with someone, train yourself to say no often and i've i've i think i've gotten pretty good at this now like my my default reaction to everything is no (laughs) and then i think again and okay if i can sell it to myself if if i see that the idea is good or it needs to happen then yeah okay i will do it but now like in for PPC Mastery, for example, we're getting a lot of requests from people that want to work with us. They want to partner mm-hmm. with us, and I'm just saying no to everything right now because we're so focused on building the PPC Hub and building our products that it's all mm-hmm. just a distraction. But also in freelance business, when I work with my clients and they ask for something, and I think it's generally not a good idea, then I will just say say no and then direct them towards another solution. I, I, I rarely just say, no, I'm not going to do it. I will always explain like, no. And I think this is why we shouldn't do it. Or this is why we should prioritize something else. Um, Toxic. Yeah, I'm toxic. Toxic. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm toxic freelancer. (laughs) No, but I think (laughs) saying no also can give you a lot of respect. Because if you say yes to everything, you become a pleaser and people will walk Mm -hmm. over you. And if you say no, then people will respect your boundaries and, and... Because also here's an example, and this one gets me fired up, is Mm. when I was working at agency, I had a client, and it was actually this wild story. This is this is a client that was really, really, really demanding. And I was I think I was working there for one year, so I wasn't experienced yet and I didn't really know how to deal with these things yet. I was really junior. And I had my vacation, I was going to I think I was going to Bali and it was Friday. And it Mm -hmm. was my last workday before my holiday. And I think we were flying on Sunday. And on Friday, I I did all my handovers to the client and said, okay, this colleague is going to take over, yada, yada, yada. And I heard nothing from the client. Like the entire week, I was emailing, calling, nothing. And then on Friday afternoon, something happened in the account. But it was like, 5 or five thirty, but i was already i already emailed okay i'm logging off now i'm done because i had the friday afternoon off and now it's my holiday for three weeks and i'll see you later this is the person that you need to go to and then this client was calling me so i picked up i said no i'm sorry i'm, I'm, I'm on vacation now I don't have my laptop you it had called. your personal number yes yeah personal number wow. yeah yeah because we didn't have work <laughs> work phones so wow. yeah that's yeah that's fucked up already oh um, that's terrible but it's getting worse so Then I just directed it to my colleague and then, okay, have a nice holiday, blah, blah, blah. Then that Friday after the Friday evening, I was going out to a club, to a party. And it was 2.30 in the morning. And then my client sent me a WhatsApp message like, we need to fix this now. It was 2.30 in the morning on Friday Friday night. And then I blocked. Yeah. And it was also my holiday and Friday afternoon, 2.30, what the fuck, or Friday night. And -hmm. then I blocked blocked the number <clears throat> until i until i came back from a holiday because i was like yeah i don't want this to ruin my nice holiday with my girlfriend and then mm. after i came back then yeah no no problems it just took took over the account again and that was just one of those typical clients that is just i need this now and blah, blah 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 and yeah that's that's the worst so you need to be careful with those things
1: terrible so how do you how do you train your clients in order to
0: prevent this from happening now yeah well, definitely open the conversation about when you are available for them. And I'm, I'm definitely, I'm never strict at all with my clients that I work with now. Also, I, t- I mm-hmm. tell them all the time, if there's something on the weekend, of course, I will help. If there's something in the evenings, of course, I will jump in if it's necessary. But if it's not like really burning Ur- and, and it needs yeah, if it's not urgent and doesn't need attention right now, mm-hmm. then we can also do it tomorrow in the regular it work hours. Wait. It can wait, so that's something that you need to communicate to your to your client like regularly. If they do call you outside of the hours that you have said that you are available, tell them and why. Oh no, yeah. this is I'm not working right now. I'm with my family. I'm with my with my kid. I see this often, and this is something that I would never want. Is if I have a kid and I'm and I'm on my, on my daddy day, <laughs> and I'm out. I'm, I'm I'm out with my kid. And I get a call from a client, then I'm not going to take that call. I will tell them I'm with my kid right now. We'll call you back tomorrow. But I see it so many times like people, they will just, they're slave to their, to their clients basically. And they say, okay, I will do whatever you say. But if you tell them I'm with my kid right now, let's figure it out tomorrow or later at night when whatever, then it's usually, it's usually fine. But if you don't tell them, then they will just continue to rush, rush over you. Yeah. So true. So true.
1: So I've had some clients and right now I have one of, one relatively new client that tries to WhatsApp me, now and then. And when that happens right now, the first thing that I say is please do not WhatsApp me. This is my personal number. It is not work related. Please use my email so I can prioritize my emails and well, check in during the times that I check my email and only call me if something broke down or you you need my help right now but you do not you do not want to sit on the couch during the eve, evenings checking your whatsapp your whatsapps yeah. and you see like client messages coming in like hey yeah. well, how is this optimization going how is this experiment running i just check check the results and i think something broke and we have to zoom in that is giving you instant stress levels yeah, instant so yeah. that's something you want to Teach your clients or teach your stakeholders not to do so right from the first moment. If you let them do that or let them cross your borders and you do not say anything about it, they will continue continuously go over that bound boundary, and you will have a really hard time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah, as so you said, it's the worst. Yeah. The worst thing that you can have is that you have your phone and you're just what? checking some WhatsApps from friends, and then you mm-hmm. see the client. Even just seeing the name of the client will already bump up your stress level because you know something yeah. is probably up. That's, yeah. that's really annoying. And, you,
1: and, and also with these direct messaging apps like WhatsApp, but also like Slack and Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. People, people think or have the... They really think that you will be responding in a matter of seconds, minutes, <laughs> or even within two hours mm-hmm. because it's a channel where it is normally happening that way. So if you, if you receive a WhatsApp, it is generally effect that you will respond within 2 3 hours mm-hmm. but that's what i despise about slack as well people yeah. think that it is a, that it is an instant messaging platform and you will respond within the <laughs> within a matter of seconds yeah so yeah, good, uh, you, really to, you really have to you really have to to explain this towards your stakeholders yeah. hey these are my working hours i'm checking my my slack my discord my email mm-hmm. 2 3 times a day if it's really urgent call me if you if you just message me and all of the other platforms, I will come back with you within just 24 hours. Yeah. And that's something that you have to communicate within the first moments of, well, signing a contract, for example. True. So you set expectations.
0: Yeah, man, I uh, totally agree. Yeah. And I also, I don't have Slack on my phone when I work with clients in Slack. Mm-hmm. I do have Discord, <laughs> but that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> for our Discord, the BBC Mastery Discord <laughs> yeah. and our own Discord for us. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you send a message at 11 no. at night, then, then it's totally fine. But I don't want to see Slack messages from clients that, that late at night. And, and, and I'm work, in my working hours, I'm with my laptop, so I just check it on my laptop always. Same with email. Although I also try to limit the conversations in email with my clients and just say, let's take this to Slack or bigger mm-hmm. updates, we can do email. But I also mm-hmm. hate just emailing back and forth. And uh, mm. that also definitely helps with reducing stress, like having less time that you need to be spending on those mm. platforms like email, et cetera. True, so zooming in on, on, on support systems
1: and tools, do you use specific support systems, tools to keep you in check? So let's say you're planning your week, you're prioritizing your work, what kind of tools, apps, or technologies do you use or recommend that help you
0: streamline your work? Yeah. and therefore reduce stress and or manage your time better. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've tried a lot of different things. Like I said, I really I built a nice custom Excel template when I was working with 10 plus clients. And then that Excel, I would have different colors for the clients. And okay, this hour, I'm doing that. for the. But I, I noticed that I'm way too chaotic to stick to it. So now I just, <laughs> uh, I'm old school. I have pen and paper that I use. I use Notion for to, to keep track of the, the tasks that I need to do. And that's just about it when it comes to productivity systems, because Dickie Bush also said like productivity systems are often just distractions or ways to keep you away from the thing that you actually want to and need to be doing. And uh, yeah, I just, uh, it, it, now it helps. Like when I start my day, I just think about, okay, what do I need to do today? And then I write it down on my, (laughs) on my piece of paper. And then when I'm done with it, I just strike through and then I know it's, it's done. And then I keep track of that, like the bigger tasks in, in Notion. But you can make that as, as simple or complex as you want. But I try to try to keep it really simple. Is um, it
1: something you, 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 you work out for yourself every single morning or do you do it in the evenings prior to
0: the day? What I like to do now on Sundays, if I have time, if, I, if I'm just busy doing other stuff on Sunday, then I will do it on Monday morning. But usually on Sunday, I will just map out my week I look I start first by looking at my calendar. Let me just pull it up see what it says now. Then I see I have my gym blocks planned out. So gym plus plus break that's actually the first thing that I that I make sure that I plan because otherwise I, I there's a chance that I don't do it. Then I check okay what meetings do I have and then around that what is the what are the projects that I need to do right now for my clients for PPC Mastery and then I uh, yeah sometimes i schedule them on the days depends Hmm. sometimes i don't and then i just look at day per day what is the most important thing right now and then every morning before i start i just write it down on my in my in my notebook that i have like piece of paper the top three or top five things that i want to do that day and then work from there so basically sounds really simple basically super simple yep how about you anything else
1: yeah so i like to use notion as well to prioritize my work so i've created a specific notion kanban board for every single client that basically keeps track of all of all of the things that are in a backlog that are in progress that are blocked that are completed and yeah some some other customer related questions coming in that i have to come back at so that's how i like to keep track of everything that needs to be done then i like to work in calendar blocks so I have a really structured day and a really systematic way of working and mm-hmm. planning. So that's something that I learned at my last agency that I worked with. We had a great, great project manager and she she actually planned the work for us <coughs> in blocks of at least two hours within a day. So some clients had a, a block of two hours, some had a block of four hours. Well, and it was basically decided on the amount of hours they were, they paid for Uh, so
0: so then she planned those blocks for you yeah she
1: blended she she planned it for all of the google Ads specialists so basically we didn't we didn't have to plan at all Mm. we just started our days and we we knew what clients to work on and within those blocks of of course we had our own prioritization and we had to decide where to work on but we knew what client to work on and during the blocks we we could not be distracted by the sales team, by incoming calls, she picked up the phone and she said, okay, Bob is working for a different client right now, but he has your plan over two days. Is it urgent? Yes, then I will will redirect you to to Bob and he will answer the phone. If not, he will call you back in two days. So that was the the best work week I ever had working for a business Mm. and everyone was basically happy. So right now, I still use that that system, so when a new client comes on board, I instantly tell when I'm going to work for the account and when I am reachable. So for example, right now, I have a bigger client that I'm working every single Monday afternoon for, for about two or three hours. They know that I'm working on the account every single Monday afternoon. So if they want to call with me, if they want to sit down, if they want to discuss results, if there's something urgent, they know they can they can reach me on Monday afternoon between one and one and four, so to say. If an email with a request is coming in on a Wednesday or a Thursday they know that I will pick up the mail or the request the next Monday yeah. and that's something that I made really really clear during the onboarding phase and by implementing that inside of my work week that gave me so 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 much rest and basically set the boundaries for for all of the clients
0: that I work and, with and then so let's say they have a request on Wednesday mm-hmm. and then you say okay I, I will do it on Monday then you mm-hmm. you you said you made that really clear in the onboarding process of how you work, yep. and they were yep. just fine with it. They understood. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And if not, they have a problem and they have to find mm-hmm. someone
0: else. But then, uh, then you, but that's, as you, that's as just how it works. Yeah, it's just setting the expectations then, and then it's okay. Because yep. if you didn't yeah, if do to be that, real clear. Yeah. If you didn't do that, then they will send you something on Wednesday, and you will say I oh, will pick it up on Monday, and they're like, mm-hmm. What do you mean on Monday? I need it now. I need it this week. But now you already have the agreements, you have the expectations in place, and then yeah. that's that's really nice, man. That's actually. Really and it's solid. easy to
1: explain because I yeah. always explain it like, hey, I have other clients as well, other stuff to do. I want yeah. to give everyone the attention it needs. So if I'm working for a different client and then a request from you is coming in, then you as a client wouldn't 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 mm. be happy if you were to switch accounts and were to work for a different client. In, inside of a blocked calendar meeting that yeah. meant to be allocated towards a different client so by explaining
0: it that way almost everyone understands it yeah yeah that's, that's really solid yeah. and for me also support systems in terms of community or people of course like every day I go for walks with my girlfriend girlfriend in the, um, during breaks after work mm-hmm. and that helps settle it down. Of course like family, you can we can talk about anything that we the stresses that we go through. And the community Discord community and the PPC hub, they're also nice because then sometimes if something happens you can just uh, yeah, rant a little bit. And then like something stressful happened in your day, you just tell people, oh, this happened, uh, stupid this, stupid that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then, you're, you're, then it's gone. So that also helps to- um, Stress relief. <laughs> yeah, stress relief, exactly.
1: <laughs> so looking at the time miles, let me ask you one final question. Yeah. What would be your advice for newbies, people just starting out in Google Ads, working for, for themselves or even in-house? What would you advise them in a couple of top five yep, points? Great. So
0: the first one is definitely take care of your health. So invest in good sleep. Well, is probably the most important one. Eat well, drink enough water, workouts, go outside a lot. Like not, not only go to the gym once, but also throughout the day, make sure that you go outside for walks because then that helps to keep your brain and your body fresh. Let's see more advice for newbies. Take time off frequently. And that means on the macro level, take holidays For some people, this sounds so obvious, but some people almost never do it. So take your holidays. On the micro level, that means taking short breaks every day. And do not bring your laptop. On those holidays, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is a game changer for sure. Mm -hmm. You've noticed that, right?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, so my first holiday without laptop was essentially uh, three months ago, two months ago. Yeah, two months (laughs) ago. So in the last couple of five, six years, I always had my laptop with me every single holiday it was last (laughs) month
0: it was in july oh yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) six (laughs) weeks or so it feels 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 like feels like two months already i know (laughs) but then on the micro level like short breaks every day make sure that you don't sit behind your computer for eight hours straight but go outside do some stretching those kinds of things only do work you enjoy and i know that if you're starting out then this is sometimes you just have to swallow it swallow the pill In order to get where you want to be and then yeah sometimes you need to suck it up but also sometimes you should say no and 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 sort of fight back for what you what you want so at to give you an example from when i started at an agency of course they gave me my first couple of clients i had no say in what they what they were but i already knew that i wanted to get econ clients so from the first couple of one-on-ones that i had with my manager with my mentor i already said yeah my goal is to work with ecom clients and then they said yeah now you have your portfolio we cannot give you extra ecom clients right now but maybe maybe later then the next one i will just after I think out a, a weekly or a monthly meeting with my manager and every every meeting, I was gonna say call, but then it was all physical still. Every meeting, I would just say, "Yeah, it's still my goal to do ecom." If there's anything opening up, let me know. And then they, she would say, "No, not right now, but maybe later." And then every time I would say it, until they were, became became so annoyed that they would just <laughs> give me give give me ecom clients. And then it, in the end, I got I got G Star and all the other ones that I was working with back then. So not because they thought I was annoying, like, okay, we, we can shut them up, but also because sometimes people need to know what your goals and ambitions are, and then they can help you once it starts to open up. Like sometimes, of course, it's not possible to, to give you what you want straight away. and You need to prove yourself as a junior. But as I did that, and then let's say one year, one and a half years into my, my job at the agency, I was having the portfolio that I wanted from the beginning with really like nice, nice clients that I learned a lot from. So, and then after you get more experience, you can start to focus more on the things that you actually want to do and that you actually do enjoy or for at least, let's say 80% or so. And don't take no for an answer. Just always keep pushing for, for where you want to and for what you want and where you want to end up and fuck everyone who tells you no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah and if and if you and if you do not get what
1: you want then there are other employers as well
0: yeah exactly you can yeah. go uh, <laughs> other other directions so i think yeah. the last thing is just when it comes to dealing with stress in ppc it's like get the reps in and i don't mean the google reps but just <laughs> the repetitions like you would in the gym because yeah. driving in ppc is it's just a game of reps and the more things that you see more clients that you work with the more problems that you encounter the more stress that you will experience the better you will be at dealing with that with those things as you as you get more experienced so great
1: final takeaway cool so that's it i hope you you enjoyed the podcast i think you dropped a lot of knowledge bombs in this episode miles and Uh, so for everyone starting out I think this is a great podcast to to listen to. So in the next episode, or one of the future episodes, we do not know when when this will be scheduled. We will zoom in on prioritizing your work and how to, well, plan your day, how to plan your week, what to prioritize, what kinds of optimizations, what kinds of work. So I'm really looking forward to, to discuss that as well. So uh, yeah, any final words, Maas?
0: Yes. So uh, thanks to Tomas for his great question. If you have a question for us, just head over to ppcmastery.com slash podcast. And then there's a link where you can ask your, uh, submit your <laughs> questions. And uh, yeah, I'm sure that in some episodes we'll use the, some of those questions, try to answer, answer some of those for you guys. And uh, yeah, that's it. So thanks for cool. watching. If you're viewing on YouTube, we appreciate it. And don't forget to like and subscribe and uh, we'll see you in the next episode.
1: See ya, ciao, ciao. Peace.